But when we do, we always make up, and that's part of our friendship. Yeah. Because sometimes there's bad moments in our life, but there's always good moments leading up to it. Welcome to the People People Podcast. We're on a mission to spread human connection. Welcome to the People People Podcast. This is your host, Matt Matson. Thanks for joining us. Man, I'm really glad to have you here. Hey, I want to start this episode with a story. You know, when I was originally planning on starting this podcast, it had been a dream for a long time, but, uh, you know, the beginning of 2018 or so, I got kind of pumped about it and I got committed to it and I decided, listen, we're going to make this happen. So you start buying equipment, right? That's the first thing you do when you're going to make a podcast, I think, at least that's the first thing I did. I buy a microphone, I buy some new headphones and I buy like other little gadgets, right? Like you need this little little filter, you know, so the pop filter is called a pop filter. So your voice doesn't sound crazy. I bought some microphones that like little lapel microphones that I could attach to myself and a guest if I was interviewing them in person and I didn't have all my other equipment with me. You buy all this stuff. Anyway, so I bought all this stuff and and one day the little lapel microphone, little, you know, mobile interview set, super simple, super quick, plug it into your phone, record an interview. It showed up in the mailbox and, you know, I get excited when I get a package and I plugged it in. And I hooked it up to my to my shirt, and I was like, "I got to try this thing out." So I walked into my daughter's room. She's what? She's like nine years old. I walked into my daughter's room. She was reading a book, and I just sat down next to her on the floor, and I attached the little the little microphone, the other one, to her her shirt, and I just started an interview with no preparation, no conversation. I want you to listen to that interview right now. Please realize that I did no real preparation. Please realize that this was like me testing out the microphone. But I listened to it again the other day. It's been months since I did that. I had forgotten about it. And I found the audio file and I listened to it the other day and I thought, oh my God, this is like a real episode. Anyway, this episode has two parts. Listen to the interview with my daughter, Elliot Matson. That's her name, Elliot Matson. She's nine years old, going on 10. She's kind of awesome. I got two daughters. Josie is a fantastic kid. Man, I love Josie so much. Uh, I just didn't interview her. She wasn't reading a book at the time. So Josie, you'll get your interview later, sweetie. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're a loyal listener, subscriber. You're giving us five stars on iTunes, just like all the people, people out there. Thanks for that, Josie, my daughter, my youngest daughter. But this interview is with Elliot. Listen to the interview. And then part two, part two, a little later on, I'll tell you about when we get there. Thanks for joining the People People podcast, a production of the Social Excellence Project. Hi, everyone. It's Matt Matson. Welcome to the People People Podcast. I'll be your host today. I'm excited to be joined today by a special guest, my daughter, Elliot Matson. Elliot Matson is just about ready to complete the third grade. Uh, uh-huh. She is in Mrs. Sashimi's class. And uh, how old are you, Elliot? I'm nine. You're nine years old. Excellent. Well, Elliot, Thanks for being with me today. The People People Podcast, of course, is a podcast about helping people build deep, meaningful human connection, helping people live out a life of social excellence, and maybe even become socially transformative in their life. And I want to share with you about what those things mean, but more importantly, I want to learn from you what you think it means and how you think a person can create change in their world, how they can build community and how they can help people come together around the things that matter to them. 
I, I know those are all big concepts, but I also know you're reading a pretty cool book right now called <laughs> Social. We dare, it, we dare you. That's exactly right. Social excellence. We dare you. Who wrote that book? You. Me. Yeah. There's a couple other people who wrote it too. Yeah, but. and Miss Jessica and Josh. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I was very proud to write that with them. It made me very excited, very happy. You started reading that book. Have you noticed anything out of it yet? It's a handbook. What do you mean? You get to write stuff down in it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you write anything in it yet? No, yes. you're not. You're not all the way through it yet, are you? No. 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 So, when you think about what it means to be socially excellent, or what it means to just be good at connecting with people, tell me a little bit in your own words about what you think that means. Well, making friends. Yeah. How so? Well, then you can build more communities with each other. Yeah? Tell me about some of your friends at school. Well, there's a really good friend of mine named Annabelle Bikeman. She's super awesome. I have another, a couple other friends. Some of them are Sadie Goodwin, Samantha Hebb, Lindsay, and Alina. That's awesome. And when you guys play together or when you talk together, what are some of the things that you discuss and how do you build relationships with each other? Well, sometimes we discuss how much we all love squishies. Squishies? What are you talking about squishies? Squishies are squishy and they slow rise They're, and they uh, smell good. Like the stress balls, but even softer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, that's what you guys do? You sit around and talk about squishies all the time? No. What? Sometimes we also play monkey on the ground. Monkey on the ground. So that's on the playground. And that's a game where you guys chase each other around the playground. Somebody's got to close their eyes and then you try and tag each other, right? Yeah. Okay. So can you recall any other conversations you've had with your friends lately? Maybe important conversations or conversations that seem like they've mattered? Well, with me and Annabelle, we talk about that sometimes we get in fights. But when we do, we always make up. And that's part of our friendship. Yeah. Because... Sometimes there's bad moments in our life, but there's always good moments leading up to it. Oh, that's cool. When you get in a fight with a friend, what do you feel like is the best thing you can do to make it right? Maybe take a break, cool down, take deep breaths, think about what you did to help the problem get bigger, and apologize for doing it. Is that easy? No. Well, sometimes it can be. Other times it can be super hard. Why? What makes it hard? Because sometimes people think negative thoughts. And they think that, like, the only, only the other person did things wrong and they're not really realizing what they did wrong. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you another question. So... Let's imagine you and your friends are sitting around in a group. Mm -hmm. And you want that group to be about something. You want that group to do something. What could you imagine that group would do? Well, either we'd sit around talking with each other, happy thoughts, or we'll go play something. Yeah? Like, what kind of happy thoughts? Would you, like, is that just telling each other, you know, nice words? What, what does that look like? Well, instead of thinking negative thoughts, we think happy thoughts. We, we try and think of all the good things that 
have ha- has happened in the week and all the good things that has happened um through the year and all the good things that has happened in the day so let me ask you another question totally unrelated question but you know outside of your mommy and i and i think we've we've tried to teach you uh, how to make friends and how to connect with people mm-hmm. and how to how to be kind and loving with people outside of your mommy and i who who are some other grown-ups or other people really who have influenced you in the way that you build relationships with people well my teachers Miss Janice, Miss Debbie, Miss Quinn, Miss Ahern, and Miss Hashemi. So tell me about one of those, one of those teachers. Tell me about a, how that teacher, like what are some ways that they demonstrate how to build good relationships and how to be kind and caring? Miss well, Hashemi, she talks about her, her and her friend all the time. And she talks about how they used to get in a ton of fights, but they always made up with a good solution. Hmm. That's cool. So when you watch TV or when you watch YouTube, uh, tell me what is good about that and what may not be as good about that. Well, what's good about it is people are interacting with social media and talking to people pretty much Mm. with subscribe and stuff what's not good is that some people make bad choices and tell them bad things about their video what do you mean like sometimes when people don't like the video they'll just instead of saying like hey it did you did a good job i just personally you could just tell them, like, hey, this is what I really liked about the video. And then some people just will say, hey, I don't, I really don't like your video. Send. Hmm. That's re- just me. Do you read those comments? No, because I can't subscribe on videos. Oh, I see. Okay. I watch kids' YouTube. Yeah. So when you grow up, and, I mean, you get older, even just in high school or in college or whatever you're imagining. How do you think you're going to make an impact on the world? Well, maybe I might learn more about social excellence and, <laughs> and do more social things with the world. Yeah. Maybe I may, might make speeches and stuff. Really? What do you think you'd make speeches about? How to be kind. Yeah. Who do you want to give a speech to? Who do you think needs to hear your speeches about how to be kind the most? People who are bullies or aren't feeling very good. Like people, well, I think bullies are really just people who need more love. Mm. So that's what I think. People who need more love might want to how to be kind here how to be kind speech. Do you know that feeling of needing more love? Yes. When other people are being mean to me at recess, and I always want, I like want more love, and I just feel like jealous for the, because they're having fun, and I'm not having fun at all. Mm-hmm. So that's when I need more love. 
All right, so you're gonna make some speeches someday. So let's say, let's imagine you grow up a little bit, you're a little bit older, and you see something out in the world that you feel like you should, should be changed, you feel like it should be different. What are some ways you think you could make it different? Well, I just wish people weren't littering. Okay, that's a good one. How do you think you could fix littering? Maybe we, sh we could make a state law saying like, hey, uh, no more littering, there could be consequences. Or just maybe saying like, hey, this is what could happen to animals who are around us with littering. Like, people have found plastic bags and turtles, like, intestines because Turtles think it's jellyfish, and turtles mostly f feed on jellyfish, but it's really pl a plastic bag that, which can harm them a lot. Hmm. Sounds like you're pretty passionate about the litter situation. Yes. Yeah. Where did you, where did you get that, that interest? Why did you start caring about that? So I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and it was like they found a plastic bag in a turtle's like mouth mm -hmm. and they tried to save the turtle mm. and it worked but it got to me how it's sad yeah. that it could happen like that yeah so let me ask you another question what's what is something you've read lately or something you've heard or something you've seen that has really inspired you that has made you think differently. Can you think of anything? Yes. Okay. Social excellence, we dare you. I appreciate you saying that. What else besides that? What else besides that? Well, my teacher saying, like, I asked her about some advice for when me and my friend get in fights. Mm -hmm. And she said, try to keep secrets, let them tr trust you, and just be kind. So, trust is important, isn't it? Yes, very. How do you think you build trust? Well, not telling secrets. Well, not lying. And telling other people you trust about some secrets. Because, like, sometimes we need to, like, spill out our, our secrets. Yeah. But you want someone you can trust to do that. Yeah, that's exactly right. When you are out maybe with mommy and daddy or, uh, you know, just out in the world and you meet somebody new, how do you meet somebody new? What do you do? Well, I f see a kid who looks alone and looks like they need a friend. Mm -hmm. And then I walk up to them and say, hi, my name's Elliot, what's yours? And then we talk for a little while and I ask, do you want to be friends? That's it? Yeah, and then we play. Oh, that's all there is to it? Yeah, pretty much. So that reminds me, you've been plugging my book here for a little while on this podcast and I appreciate it, but you've written a book too, haven't you? Yes. Tell us about it. Well, it's about Elliot's way of how to make friends. Yeah, when did you write that? When I was seven last year. 
Yeah. I think you were six when you wrote it, actually. Weren't you? No idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what's, uh, do you remember any of the stuff that you wrote in it? Well, I remember that you should share hmm. and give love and hope. Yeah, give love and hope. That was one of my favorite pages in the book. Because it had a pop-out. It did have a pop-out. That, that was a pretty cool part of the book. Yeah. So if you uh, maybe, so you're going into fourth grade, is that right? Yep. So there's a bunch of kids who are coming into third grade, and they could probably use your advice. If you were going to give a third grader advice about how to have a successful third grade year, what are some pieces of advice you would give to those incoming third graders? Well, I would say that you should probably ask for Miss Shemi, but I get her <laughs> next year. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, she's moving up to fourth grade, isn't she? Yeah. What else? What else would you advise them? How? Think about maybe some of those kids who are a little lonely or who are maybe do need a little extra love. I mean, you you know some of those kids, right? Think about the advice that they might need to hear from somebody like you. Well, try and go make friends. And for those people who know people who probably need a little extra love, go be friends with them. Play with them at recess. That's cool. So often on our podcast, we, we use the phrase, be the person. Are you, are you familiar with that? That mm -hmm. little exercise that I do sometimes, sometimes I say be the person who, and then you finish the sentence. And, and uh -huh. it's just a simple little thing that somebody can do to, uh, to live a life of social excellence and to be socially transformative, right? And to be somebody who changes their world in just simple little ways. Maybe, is there something lately that you've thought of? If you finish the sentence, be the person who, how would you finish it? Be the person who is kind. Be the person who is kind. Any other details around that? Well, just, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what kind means, but yeah. it basically means using thoughtful words and, uh, well, be nice and pretty much just be friends. That's cool. Well, great. Thanks for doing this. Uh, podcast with me. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I wasn't trying to shake your hand, but thanks for shaking my hand right now. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always uh, go for the hand, always people. Always go for the hand, people. That's good advice. Uh, so this is Elliot Matson, my daughter. Uh, Elliot, do you, have, do you have a website? No, I no, don't. No, you don't. Okay. Elliot, do you have a cell phone number that people can reach you at? Well, no. No. How about your email address? Why don't you share your email address with everybody? Oh, okay. You really do have an email address. Yes. All right, great. So listen up, kid. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, as you know, I'm just practicing recording, but who knows? Maybe I'll save this recording and and maybe we'll use it someday. I'm not sure. But you are officially the first person I've ever interviewed as a part of the People People podcast. So thanks again for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of the People People podcast. Stay social. Stay excellent. I'll talk to you later. Hi. No, say bye. It's the end of the podcast. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was part one of this episode of the podcast. I'm excited to turn now to part two. I wanted to tell another story about my daughter, Elliot. Uh, so this was, Elliot, how many years ago was it that we went to St. Jude together? Do you remember? 
I think that was like someone like nine, nearly ten. So I think that'd be, and I remember I was seven. You were seven when we did that. All right, yeah. so a couple, two, two, two and a half years ago, something like yeah. that, right? So you mentioned in that story, do you remember, uh, so I'm recording right now, we're recording right now uh, a little thing that goes in between. Do you remember that time I interviewed you with the, the little microphone and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to I wanna talk now about that other story, the, the story of the time you came with me to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and we talked to an audience. Uh, Elliot helped me deliver a keynote talk. Elliot, can you just tell, can you remember anything about that? I read my book that I made. Yeah, you read your book. Yeah. So and you you mentioned your book in that interview that, that we just did when you were wearing the little microphone. Remember that back in May or whatever that was? <laughs> so when you gave that keynote, it was a pretty cool thing. Can you just can you set up that keynote? Do you remember like when you came up on stage, what do you remember from that? I remember being nervous, but having pride. Having pride. That's awesome. I remember afterwards you turned to me as we were walking back to the elevator. We had spent about twenty minutes after Elliot helped me deliver this program to, you know, a whole bunch of people at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, a bunch of their volunteer fundraisers. And I remember we were walking back to the elevator and Elliot, you turned to me and you were like, man, I sure like all the compliments I just got. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. The, uh, uh, everybody just fawned over her and barely noticed that I was even there that day when we taught social excellence together. Anyway, I want you to listen now to about six minutes of the TEDx talk that I gave at Valparaiso University a couple of years ago. And this is the part where I tell the story of that talk at St. Jude that I did with Elliot and the book that she wrote that she delivered that day at St. Jude. Remember what the title of that book was? Elliot's Way of How to Make Friends. Elliot's Way of How to Make Friends. There's going to be a link that you can buy that book if you're interested. I mean, it's a good book. You can buy my book too, Social Excellence We Dare You. Don't forget I wrote a book, everybody. Don't forget, I wrote a book, but Elliot did too. Hey, enjoy this little bit from the TEDx talk. Elliot, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. And thanks for joining the People People podcast. Can you say thanks for joining the People People podcast? Thanks for joining the People People podcast. Not a podcast. What is that? <laughs> All right. My wife and I have these two amazing daughters. The big one is Elliot. She's seven. The little one's Josie. She's five. This is probably a more accurate representation of their personalities. Anyway, this summer, I had, a, uh, I had a chance to take Elliot, the big one, with me on a work trip. Uh, I was going to Memphis, Tennessee, and I was giving a big talk on social excellence. And a couple of weeks before the trip, I asked her, I said, uh, sweetheart, you're coming on this trip with me, but I sort of think it might be cool if you didn't just come with me. Maybe, maybe you actually helped me give the presentation. Maybe you could come up on stage, wear a microphone, and talk to 600 people. Would you be interested in doing something like that? Yes, daddy. I said, okay, but you're going to have to have something to say. You can't do what I do. Could you come up with something? I mean, I'm trying to teach him how to be nice and make friends. You know, do you think you could come up with something to teach these 600 people? Yes, daddy. So a couple hours later, I'm, I'm working on my computer, minding my own business, and, and I get this little tap on my shoulder. I turn around, it's Elliot. She says, daddy, I'm ready for the presentation. I said, oh, okay. What do you got for me? She says, I wrote a book. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to present to you. Instead of just diving deeper into that long definition I read to you earlier, I am proud to present to you Elliot's Way of How to Make Friends. A 10-step guide, the book that my daughter wrote, you guys, a 10-step guide to building relationships and changing the world. 
Step one, see someone you would like. <laughs> okay, so I probably don't need to offer a whole lot of commentary uh, you know, to add on to my daughter's brilliance, but I will say this. There are far too many strangers in the world. Every day, see someone you would like. And then move on to step two. Step two, then say hello, then tell them your name, and then make them your friend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's a lot going on in step two. She sort of fast-forwarded through the relationship-building process. But, but maybe there's a good reason for that, right? Maybe she's, maybe she's trying to remind us to, to think like a seven-year-old. And, and when you do see someone you would like, don't overthink it. Just say hello, tell them your name, make them your friend so that, so that you can move on to the good stuff. Step three, give them love and hope. Even little kids understand that all of us just want, all of us just want to be loved. And we all just want to matter somehow, right? Love and hope might be the two most generous gifts you have to offer. Step four, include everyone. Can't you just feel the playground drama going on at the top of the slide in this picture? <laughs> As humans, we've evolved to depend on groups. And so deep, deep, deep down inside, one of our biggest fears is feeling left out. Include everyone. Step five, help them. We're all struggling with something at some point, aren't we? Most of us a little bit all the time. Help them. You know, whether it's offering someone a gift of flowers or assisting someone with a skin knee. By the way, I thought this picture originally was a gift of flowers. Turns out it's helping someone with a skin knee. <laughs> or maybe it's uh, offering a, a, a listening ear or sharing a, a moment of unexpected joy. Our world needs these little moments of humanity now more than ever. You know, my wife and I are raising these two amazing little girls in a town called Littleton, Colorado. That's where we live. And many of you may be familiar with the name of that town as it's the home of Columbine High School. It's also not terribly far away from a certain movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, and uh, just down the road from Deer Creek Middle School and Arapahoe High School. It's a safe, beautiful, happy little place to raise a family, except, of course, that all those places I just named are recent public shooting arenas. This is where we drop our girls off at school every morning. And this is where we go as a family to see Disney movies in the movie theaters. And I know our community is not alone. You know, my kids and most people of the most recent generation are trained on what to do if there's an active shooter in their school. So when I think about social excellence, when I think about gathering people together, when I, th when I think about spreading human connection, I can't help but think about that stuff. And I'm reminded of how important these little moments of humanity are in our world, especially today. Help them. Step six, tell them how you're feeling. <laughs> Vulnerability is a scary thing. Vulnerability is a scary thing, but even kids understand that all the, all the most powerful conversations that we've ever had in our life and all the most meaningful relationships in our life all have one thing in common. Vulnerability. Step seven, follow the rules. <laughs> I don't know what this one's about, you guys. I really don't. I mean, I asked Elliot, I asked her to explain it to me. And she said, yeah, the rules are to grow crazy hair. And I said, okay, well, that makes sense to me. I mean, maybe, maybe she's trying to remind us about the importance of the rules of human interaction, right? Like handshakes and eye contact and smiling and positive body language, social decorum and manners. Or maybe it was just crazy hair day at school and she forgot. Okay, so step eight. Listen, yes. <laughs> uh, 
Elliot understands that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Step nine, do your chores at a friend's house. Again, you guys, I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> do your chores at a friend's house. I mean, again, again, maybe she's trying to teach us about the, the role we have to play in a larger society, right? I mean, maybe she's trying to teach us about, about the importance of caring for our neighbors in real practical ways. You know, the deepest level of societal participation and contribution. Or maybe not. Either way, I hope everybody remembers to do your chores at a friend's house. Step 10, make them happy. What else needs to be said? You know, when I got to see my daughter on that stage giving the presentation on the book that she wrote, it was by far one of the proudest moments of my life. And it reminded me that even kids understand that if we dare to shake hands, if we build thumbs up, conversations, if we build meaningful relationships, if we collaborate and organize around the things that matter to us, we might just change the world. Thank you. And thanks for listening to this episode of the People People podcast. I guess it was a special family episode, a special daddy-daughter episode. Thanks for indulging me in that. Uh, really appreciate all of you who are listening to this podcast and sharing it and rating it on iTunes and all the other places, and letting your friends know about it. But I'm not doing this podcast, you know, to be the greatest podcaster in the world. I'm doing it because I know there are people like you out there who just really believe in this idea that human connection is it. That if you could just get better at human connection, if we could put human connection at the center of our everyday goals, everything else starts to make more sense. Everything else starts to get a little better. That maybe our world needs one thing. You know, all the messed upness out there in the world. Maybe, maybe, maybe it just needs this one thing, a little bit better human connection from each of us. And we're doing our part. And it's not just like, you know, just one person can do their part. No, like we're the people setting the example. We're the people encouraging others. And then every time we connect people with us, we gather people together around us. We're showing them the right way to do it. We are the connectors. We are socially excellent. We are people, people. Thank you for joining this podcast. As always, you can find us on social media. It's social excellence. There's no E in social excellence. That's at social excellence. You get the idea. You can just search it. You can check us out at peoplepeoplepodcast.com or, of course, social-excellence.com. Man, it's been a blast doing this podcast so far. Thanks for letting me share this special episode with you. Till next time, stay social, stay excellent, try hard, believe in yourself, follow Elliot's 10 ways of how to make friends or be friends or whatever she, she did. And you know what? Talk to your kids or talk to kids around you. Kids are excellent examples of how to really connect. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.